Hi there, I'm Stan Baker, one of the hosts of Circle Forum, along with Shelley Steele and Steve Young. In this episode, we discuss some tips for teachers on how to focus on student attendance throughout the school year. Listen to this conversation and you'll likely hear something practical that you could put into a memo or a newsletter throughout the year. It's important to learn and understand more about specific attendance tips and to develop connections with your students. If you're currently sending out a newsletter or memo to staff, consider this episode because it provides a lot of practical tips like just greet students at the door with a smile, use the student's names, set an intention to find out two new things about each student today or this week. At the end of this episode, be sure to visit our website, www.restorative.ca, where you can find free restorative resources. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Now let's head over to this discussion with Shelley, Steve, and me, Stan. We've had a question that's come up a number of times in our trainings. Could you come up with some tips, like one a month for a memo to staff on student attendance? One that we talk about quite often is be ready to greet students, whether that's at your door or at another location in the school. And that goes, rolls into the next one that I was thinking of, which is be present, be out in the halls during transition times, uh, make yourself seen so that you can uh, make those contacts with people rather than sitting in your classroom at your desk between classes. So that makes a difference. Because our jobs in education are about people. And so you have to be intentional about standing at the door of your classroom, being out during transition times to build those kinds of casual connections that really help you in your work as, a, as an educator. And it goes to the basics of restorative that we talk about, which is building relationships. And simply by greeting people in the hallway between in transitions is building relationships. And that's the basis of restorative. And I would add, just use students' names. Incredibly yeah. important. It yeah. is. So they know that they feel they're part of a community and that they're welcome there, and somebody knows who they are. One thing I've also noticed, and I would add this as another suggestion, is find out what your students' attendance data is on a weekly basis, because often we get carried away with a lot of other things, and we actually don't know where we're at as far as attendance data is concerned. So find the data every week. And in a lot of schools, especially as you get into the higher grades and into high school, you may only know the attendance data for the student when you see them. You may not know what their what the rest of their day looks like. And even as a homeroom teacher in school, there's a every school student has a number of teachers through the day and through the week. And you may not know that they're not attending French because I teach some math and English, but I didn't know they weren't attending French because it's always in the afternoon and they don't come back. So it is important to check more frequently And so you can start to intervene more frequently. Another one that we often, we know is very important and is often a barrier for students that are coming back after an absence is, or a deterrent, is that they're not welcomed back when they've been absent, that they don't receive a welcoming response by the adults in the building after an absence. So we would encourage people to be welcoming. Not welcoming, of course, puts somebody into a blaming position. And you could operate from a punitive point of view as opposed to a relational or restorative point of view. Welcome first. You can talk about some of the reasons behind or some of the work that needs to be caught up on later. But first, you got to be welcoming. 
we always talk about sarcasm and don't use sarcasm. And for some kids, it's funny, but for a lot of kids, it isn't. So when a student comes back and the teacher says, oh, hey, thanks for joining us. That's a sarcastic way of welcoming them. For some, it's like, holy cow, that wasn't a very nice thing to say. I was going to say the other way you can be very non-welcoming is to not say anything at all. A student comes back to class after two or three days, they walk in, they sit down, and you don't acknowledge them at all. You just continue on with the lesson, keep talking, and they don't even feel like they've been missed. And so how do I feel welcome? I don't even know I'm back. So it is important to make that positive comment. Glad to see you back. And then get into, here's some things that we can help you get caught up on. Not, here's the work you missed that you need to get into me. So even then, it's how you f- you use the words and frame the words to make it feel like you're working with them, not doing things to them, which is the restorative thing as well. And so. I just want to add, that's more than the teacher's response. That's And the teacher's probably not the first person they see when they come mm-hmm. back after an absence sometimes. It's anybody that's working with students or coming in contact with students. Mm-hmm. Um, from the first comment when they walk in late to when they make it to the classroom. I just want to underscore this being welcoming because it only takes one negative comment to turn a student right around and back out the door. And so it is, like you said, Shelly, it's everybody's responsibility to be welcoming. And I would take this whole conversation even to the next step is how does, as a teacher, a homeroom teacher or whatever, how do you create that welcoming environment in your classroom so that the students are saying welcoming things to their fellow students and their peers? Because as a teacher, I can be as welcoming as possible and and really embrace them coming in. But then a couple of students may say something to them that puts them off. And now all of a sudden they're not attending because of how the other students are treating them. So how do we, as the adults in the building, create a classroom environment that's welcoming so that the students are saying welcoming things to their peers? And that's a tougher thing. That takes a bit of work. But as we keep saying, everyone needs to be welcoming and everyone includes their peers and their fellow students. When we talk about student attendance, we usually will get around to talking about the parents' role in that and having the parents feel part of the community as well. And that's where Sunshine Calls can go a long way with making parents feel connected to the school. Especially at at the elementary level uh, Mm -hmm. and the primary grades, parents are the number one influencer, if you will, for whether or not kids are going to be at school or not. And so building that positive connection with them when things are going okay, there's nothing going wrong. To just build that connection is absolutely essential. And I would even go further, even into high school, it's become the thing that kids are in high school, they're more responsible, they're responsible for their own attendance and getting their work done. And and teachers haven't traditionally communicated as much with parents in high school as they might have in elementary. But I would also say that high school teachers, grade 10, 11, 12 teachers who are making those sunshine calls too, that may go a long way as well. But when it comes to those attendance issues and they're struggling, then those calls can have a positive effect. Again, it still shows the parent that, geez, my kid's 17 years old and the school is still calling to tell me about the marvelous things they're doing. They are still on board with education. It's not let them go, they're adults, because they're not adults. I think it's important, too, to find out one or two things about each of your students, particularly those who are at risk of being chronically absent, so that you have something that you can connect with them about. Could be that they have a pet, could be that they have a similar interest, it could be that they're 
also interested in a particular sport, but find out at least one thing about each of your students, and that will actually positively impact attendance. And I don't know if you picked up how what the things Stan were, was referencing, but it was nothing to do with academics. It was something about them personally that you could connect with, not mm -hmm. about academics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, quite often we make have great connections with some students, but it's always about school and schoolwork. And it's amazing how when you start a connection with a student because you both cheer for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and in another case, I cheer for them too. Now we've got two kids in a class who might not even know that they have a connection and now they can connect over something positive. So the three of us are connecting. I remember years ago, there was a, a commercial that said, everybody's not good at everything, but everybody's good at something. Find out what they're good at and not about academics, but outside of academics. And you'd be amazed. Every kid's got something that they want to brag about and, and that they think they're good at. And so ask them the question and then you'll find out. One of the things we talk a lot about in our trainings are coming from a place of curiosity and that's in life. But this is particularly powerful with students. If they feel that they have something to teach you and you can ask questions and learn from them, again, you're making a connection, you're building a relationship with them and it's going to make them want to be at school more that they've got something to teach you and share with you. And that is an actual a, a pedagogical approach that people have been talking about for a number of years now about teachers as co-learners, not as a lecturer. You're not the, uh, the expert at the front of the room. Now you're a co-learner. And so if you're asking questions, walking into the room, asking questions, yeah, I don't know. How does that work? Explain that to me. Now the student becomes a teacher and they see you in a different light. You're, you're working with them. You're not doing things to them or for them, but mainly to them, which is the way we used to teach. So that whole approach, although it's a pedagogical approach to teaching academics, has a lot to do with building relationships. While we didn't come up with an exhaustive list of things to communicate to staff about attendance, we came up with what I think is a good start. Setting up and maintaining a welcoming atmosphere in your school and your classroom helps to support student attendance. Find out more about our work at www.restorative.ca, email me, stan at restorative.ca, and let's make attendance a regular part of our staff conversations at school throughout the school year.